they live. Mm-hmm. You know. I'll cut it. I'll I'll cut it like just like five seconds ago, okay. so that way people come in and they're like, wait, what? Yeah. What did she cut out? Like I'll, it'll I'll be like. It, I'll say it at the end. Keep listening. You have to listen all the way to the end. We're gonna put clues. No cheating. We're gonna put clues throughout the podcast. Um. And then, then it'll be a puzzle. Then you have to listen to the whole podcast, not just like get to the end and listen to it. You know. Yeah. I think I think that's a good marketing. Test questions at the end. Mm-hmm. Everyone, and then the people that get the most right, we're gonna we're gonna give away a Tesla. Yeah. That's what we're gonna. What is it? Model S. Yeah, I th- yeah. Is the, that the, the newest? teal color? Actually, we're gonna do the one that's not even out yet. Oh. Yeah. yeah. It's um. Me and Elon are. It's in. gonna be the. It's gonna be one of the new eighteen wheeler models. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I forgot about that. Yeah. We're gonna give away a an eighteen wheeler Tesla. Goes from like zero to sixty in three seconds for eighteen wheeler. Why? <laughs> Why do you need that? Like a torpedo missile, like. Oh like, my god. Okay, I'm just saying. On the highway. <laughs> I, I'm I'm just saying my dad's a truck driver. Oh really? And I, I don't fucking trust him with a fast car. <laughs> with a car like that. Yeah. I trust him with a fast car. When you say he's a truck driver, is like eighteen wheeler? Yeah. Oh wow. He well, so he used to drive for like a um like a food distribution company. Okay. Um just doing like logistics? No, like he he drew he like drove the trucks like so he would drive from the like headquarters was like near our hometown, and so he would have to drive the trucks like full of like the pallets of food to like he actually came to Nashville a lot um and he'd go to Kentucky a lot um or to like Chicago or you know like wherever um and then like have to like bring the truck with an empty trailer back home or uh-huh. something like that. What's your dad's name Paul Paul music yes paul music he he was a great truck driver for dot ink <laughs> is, is music is that russian no it's uh okay so it's either german or welsh because okay. that's mostly ck yes yeah. um i think it's german music that makes sense i think it's german music yeah word. um the i don't know if this is true i edith my grandma could easily could have just bullshit me um because the lore behind the, the name music. Because, um, you know, like way back when, immigrants would come over and um, if, they, they, if they didn't have like paperwork or something, um, or like didn't speak English, then um, they would be given a new last name. Oh, yeah. Um, like an Americanized one. Oh, yeah. And um, a lot of the times it would be um, like basically what their occupation was. Is what their last name would be. So okay. like that's where you get the last name Smith. Um, they were, yeah. Um, but so the lore is that the um, whoever the first in my family came over, um, the only thing he had with him was like a violin case, hmm. and so they were like music. You play music. Your last name's music, but you're German, so we're gonna add in, add a K to it. Oh, wow. <laughs> Very, very, I have no idea if that's true. That's I, fun, though. But it's very fun, and I'm going to continue that's telling that I, story. Yeah, that's why I there's would pro- There's no way that there's, like, proof that that story's not true. Yeah. Like, Therefore, you know. Come on. So, I'm just going to 
keep telling it. It's fun. You know, whatever. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's let's just like get after all right, it. Let's get after it. Um. You got your drink. You got your empty drink. Get, you got to refill. Come on. Hydrate before you dehydrate on this podcast. While you're while you're hydrating and getting your juice. Um. Welcome everyone to the a few of my favorite things podcast. I'm your host Macy, and today I'm hanging out with my friend, former coworker, Nashville musician, Tennessee native, uh, Chattanooga cliff jumper, Jordan. Hello, everyone. I'm Jordan Swafford. I live here in East Nashville. I play drums. Probably shouldn't be moving your. Uh... Yeah, I'm just nervous. <laughs> I totally no. I totally get um, it. So I hit things with sticks and I clean things too. So if you need your car detail, let me know. I, I was going to say Swafford uh, detailing. I was going to say um I know that you detail cars, but you should probably I know. say like I know I should. Yeah, and I clean things. I hit things and I clean things. And that's all you do. That's all I do. That's all you need. As long as you get get money for it. Money. It doesn't matter. Prestige, fame. You're very well known around Nashville for your car detailing, so I've heard. So that's what I'm going for, at least. We're trying yeah. to. You have business cards, right? Oh yeah. Do you have Do you have an Instagram? You gotta get on TikTok. Oh yeah, that's true. I do need you... to make Swaffer detailing TikTok. Yeah. I have a Swaffer detailing on Instagram, Facebook. I have a website. I'm on Google. I'm on Yelp. Yeah. Um. That's sick. You should definitely get on TikTok. I'm yeah. actually going to Chattanooga tomorrow to detail a car on Thursday. Oh really? Yeah. Cool. Okay. Because I always have a list of a couple of things in my head that I, like, think could be the thing that the person I'm talking to could choose as their favorite thing. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go ahead and now ask you, Jordan, what is one of your favorite things? Drums. Okay, so that was number one on my, like, list of could it be drums. I also thought a possibility, because you are very passionate about it, and... um. I feel like it it would be something that you you would want to like throw me off a little bit, and uh -huh. I kind of thought, what if he chooses car detailing as one of his favorite things? Not that I think it it might be like actually one of your favorite. Like I don't I don't know. Maybe you do wake up and you're like, ah oh, yes, you get to clean a car today. But I do know, you know, if you get in good with Jordan, if you become tight with Jordan, he will send you those satisfying videos on in, like private Instagram, those videos of like the, the like wet vacuuming, um, oh, yeah. cleaning car seats and you get to see like the, the that, carpet extraction. Yes. That is, I love when you send me those videos, like that is so satisfying. And that's why I think you should, you would be so good on TikTok All right. because yeah. people love to see that stuff. The sucking of the juices mm -hmm. out of the seats. Yeah. And even if, like, you didn't get, like, a lot of new clients through TikTok, yeah. you, could, you could still get, like, a ton of subscribers. That's true. And then you could end up being a TikToker and making money <laughs> through That's that. That's true. So, we are all here about, we're, innovation. You know, innovation. Resourcefulness. Entrepreneurship. We oh, are, yeah. <laughs> we're here to make money. That is why we're here today. Okay, so, so drumming. This was, I, duh, of course, like, I knew this was most likely going to be what we sure. talked about today, which is awesome um, because I love music. I'm very passionate about music. You know that my last name is music. Like, yeah. hell yeah. 
But um, I know little to nothing about drumming. Um, it is one of the instruments that like I would love to learn one day. Like um, basic, like bass and drums are my like, you know, like if if God came down and put a gun to my head, yeah, and was like rhythm section. Pick an instrument. Like you have to learn. I would be like bass or drums. Like whatever. Drums. Drums. And um, so like, but but I I I know little to nothing about it. I think I have pretty good like rhythm and stuff. Yeah. But like when it comes to like the fun stuff and like trying to do it, I'll listen to a song and I'm just like, this is just like this drumming is stupid. Like I could not do it. There's no way. And so I'm very excited to. Hear you talk about it today. Yeah, just. I guess I'll start with uh, when I was a little kid, from probably from kindergarten until sixth grade. No, probably pre-K until sixth grade. I wanted to be an inventor. I told myself when I was a kid, I was like, I'm going to grow up and be an inventor. Mm-hmm. I'm going to. I want to build my own car. I want to build a lightsaber. Like I was obsessed with inventions. I thought, you know. Inspector Gadget was cool. I thought all this stuff. I thought, for some reason, I was obsessed with grappling hooks, too, when I was a little kid. (laughs) I wanted a grappling hook so bad. This is all, like, so, Jordan, like, I am not surprised. Like, it's hilarious, but I'm like, yeah, of course you were obsessed with grappling hooks. Like, if any of my friends were, it would be you. Like, of course. Well, obviously, I was, like, a lot of kids. I was obsessed with Batman. I actually had Batman socks on. Oh. Hell yeah. And I like loved his little grappling gun, you know, shoots it to the top of the building and then uh-huh. he's like, psh, psh, and then hoists him up there. <laughs> and I thought that was so badass. Yeah. I was like, mom, dad, for Christmas, I just want a Batman utility belt with a grappling hook. As for for many Christmases. You never got it? Never got it, no. Yeah. So I would take, I remember taking an old horseshoe and tying a rope to it. And then my second best thing was like, I'll use it as like a lasso. And, I was also really into Indiana Jones, so yeah. I was like, whip, that's how I'll climb things. So I came up with these weird little inventions to help me climb trees. Yes. And I don't know, that's what I was really into when I was a little kid. And then when I was in sixth grade, you know, you get all depressed and moody because middle school sucks yeah. and you're starting to like girls and whatnot. And you're really insecure and you don't know how like who you are yet and all this stuff yeah and so i started getting really into music my brother my brothers were i have two older brothers one's two years older than me one's eight years older than me and so they're both supplying me with uh music that they listen to and when i was in sixth grade i was listening to like a lot of black eyed peas queen of course. Um, I'm pretty sure everyone listened to Black Eyed Peas specifically yeah. when they were in sixth grade. Yeah, the Beatles, uh, obviously the Police, U2, um, Blink-182, I think mm-hmm. I already said that, um, Dashboard Confessional, yeah. Yellow Card. Yes. That's what I was like getting into in sixth grade. And then like in seventh grade, I started getting into like Flaming Lips and like Pearl Jam and like uh, I, I was... Obviously, into Led Zeppelin and Pink Floyd. But anyways... It's a very, like... I feel like that's a, like, incredibly diverse array of, of music. You know what I'm saying? Like Yeah. Um, I mean, I had went through different stages. Yeah. Like, it's all the same, like... It's all the same scene that, like, rock, you know, mm-hmm. like, music or whatever. But I feel like 
there there wasn't much like the grunge stage the emo stage it was like nah like i was listening to like pink floyd and then like pearl jam right next to it you know like yeah which or acdc or something yeah that's kind of how i am like now but definitely not when i was that young like i definitely was like no this is what i'm obsessed with right now and everything else is sucks oh yeah yeah and here's another really weird thing you probably never knew about me okay not many people do and uh it's a really weird thing i used to do so the confession here on the podcast seriously it is gather around i mean this is probably why i like drums yeah but when from as long as i can remember until like i mean every now and then i guess i'll do it still but I used to bang my head against my pillow before I'd go to sleep. <laughs> okay. Like, that relaxed yeah. me. Yeah. And so I would be, like, doing that on my pillow and yeah. just, like, humming music or listening to music. Or sometimes I would even put on music. It's like rocking. And I then mean, bang like my head. Rocking yourself. Yeah, I'd get home from school in, like, seventh grade, and I would just want to listen to music. I was kind of depressed. So I would just put... I'd go in my room, put music on my mini DVD player, yeah. and then just bang my head to it for like two hours against my pillow. And then just pass out. Yeah, and then I <laughs> took a nap. But I would do that every okay. night before I went to sleep. You should probably get for, your brain scanned, honestly. I don't know. I, <laughs> people were like, Jordan, what in the hell's wrong with you? But I was like, no. I, I find it therapeutic. It's meditative. It's, yeah, it was meditative to me. And yeah. so like, I, I would always, I, I guess, keep the beat with my head, you yeah. know, whatever it was like playing coordinates or whatever, whatever. But yeah, I used to do that. And I don't really, I guess I don't really do that anymore. But that used to be like my nightly routine. Nice. If I couldn't go to sleep, I'd just bang my head and then I'd be tired and had gotten a a neck workout in <laughs> and so then i'd be tired and go to sleep but yeah there's that confession i haven't really told many people that I well that. a lot of people knew that growing up and some of my friends i had a friend named Bo. He's so dear to me he when we were like in sixth seventh grade he didn't mind me being beating my head like because i would be we would be sleeping on the bunk beds and i'd be on the bottom bunk and you'd sleep on the top bunk yeah and he, I would, he'd be so used to me banging my head. He was like, it doesn't bother me, Jordan. I was like, wow. What are Thanks, you man. Yeah. And he's like, do it if you need to. And I was like. <laughs> hey, treat yourself. Yeah. Bang I, your head. I would do it. And it felt awesome. great. And anyways, so back to seventh grade. Um, Please don't ever take me back to seventh grade. <laughs> no, yeah, no. I never want to go back there, ever. I didn't know a thing about women or girls. And my mind was just tormented. Uh-huh. The games did not know how to play the games. Anyways. The field. Yeah. You were on the sidelines. Well, here's another interesting thing. In seventh grade, I was one of two other guys in my grade. So it was a very small class. I think you told me. Yeah. It was like 12 of us, 13 of us, and only three or three of them were guys. Yeah. So I was with nine other women. I completely forgot how small your school was. Well, that I went to three different middle schools. I went to one school in sixth grade, another school in seventh grade, and then where I would go eventually for middle school or for high school in eighth grade. Okay. That's and crazy. So, yeah, it was really strange. I was, like, one of a few guys. Basically, my, all my friends were girls, and yeah. which was great. I was great. Um, 
But anyways, I was listening to music, and my friends were in the eighth grade at the school, and there was like 17 of them, so a little bit bigger class, whatever. And I was friends with a lot of guys in there, and they were like, we're, we're going to join a, or create a band. Hell yeah. And I was like, awesome. And they were like, we, but we need a bass player. Will you play bass? And I was like, ah, I don't really like the bass as much. Like, I like the drums. I was super into Blink-182, so Travis Barker was, uh-huh. like, a god to me. And I was like... He's still a god to me. I was like, yeah, I mean, I have his autobiography signed next to my Really? Bed. Oh, sick. Yeah, it's it's awesome. And, uh, yeah, I was like, Travis Barker's a badass. I don't want to be a badass. Like, he plays the drums, kicks ass, you gets know. Gets the girls. Gets the girls, gets yeah. the smoke, you know. It's travel the world. I was like, man, that's what I want. So like, I was like, told my friends like, no, I want to play drums. So then on my fourteenth birthday, my friend uh, Taylor was selling his old drum set, and I told my parents, I was like, please get it for me, please. Mm-hmm. And so for my fourteenth birthday, they bought me this like two hundred dollar. I still have the drum set downstairs. It's my basher kit now. It's oh, okay. a percussion plus old beat up drum set that it's my. It's my uh, my set I use when I'm playing at like house shows where I'm yeah. not afraid someone's sloshing beer on it or yeah. something like that. Anyway, so uh, yeah, I started playing, getting lessons. I was really into Travis Barker. The first drum beat I ever learned was When the Levee Breaks by Led Zeppelin. Sick, I yes. I was like super into John Bottom, still am. Yeah. Um, and then in middle school, or High school, you know, I was still really into Blink-22, played in various bands, whatever. But then I remember when I was 17, my drum teacher introduced me to the police and Stuart Copeland. And I was like, Everything I mean, I'd changed. heard Roxanne and everything, but he showed me, like, Don't Stand So Close to Me. Yeah. And showed me, like, all these songs. And the sound... To this day, one of my favorite sounds in drumming is the sound of a snare drum hitting a crash cymbal at the same time. Yeah. God, it's so powerful. And Stuart just mastered that. Mm-hmm. And it was just such a huge turn on music. I was just like, God, God just kills it. He's so fast. It's like kind of a mixture of, I mean, Travis Barker came after Stuart Copeland, but I could definitely see a lot of them in both yeah. of them. Mm-hmm. Well, you can see the influence, you know, like yeah. down the line for yeah. sure. Love it. Yeah. And so I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to say next. You're totally good. Um, okay. So you, um, you were in that band in like junior high, high school-ish time. I actually, that band actually never came to It fruition. never <laughs> I okay. just chose an instrument. But, yeah, you know, so something good came out of it. At yeah, least. and like um, in early high school, I tried to be, I had tried to form a band, and we would do covers of like Eric Clapton and Jimi Hendrix, and tried to do Moby Dick by Led Zeppelin, mm-hmm. and do some Santana and whatnot. But I like it didn't drumming didn't really click to me really. Like I I just. I was always taught to read music, so like when I first started, I was just if I could read it, I could play it. My ear wasn't really developed, and so I just ended up regurgitating a lot of things I had already read. Yeah, and so for it sure. made it hard for me to play music with people because um, I had I was like, where what do I read or how do I I I didn't understand jamming as much. Yeah, for sure. That's always something that. Um, 
So um, I mentioned I I don't know if I've mentioned this to you. I mentioned it in a couple episodes ago, but um, at the beginning of the summer time ish, um, I started trying to learn guitar mm-hmm. um, because I I mean I've always wanted to learn you know guitar just like an acoustic whatever um, and there's like I said other instruments I'd rather learn how to play but I'm like guitar is like that's baseline. Like if I learn guitar, I could maybe one day, you know, like another instrument I'm obsessed with is the mandolin. And so I'm like, okay, like if I learn guitar, mandolin should be like a crapshoot later, you know, like, right. Totally. Um, but like it was, I didn't end up learning guitar. It was so hard for me. I was doing it on my own. So like, obviously one day I want to try again with like a teacher. Um, but, uh, one thing that I could never like figure out was like, because you get conflicting opinions, um, and I, I couldn't figure out which one worked best for me. Um, but there's that, like, question of, like, what's more important? Like, is it more important to learn songs, or is it more important to learn, like, how to jam? How to just, like, know the notes and, like, feel what should come next? And, you know, like, know the scales and, like, know that kind of stuff. Or, you know, that versus just, like, here's the sheet music. You know it. Like, just go. Um so I can, I, yeah, like I can, I can see how, um, you know, with drum, especially something with drums being so important to, you know, like drums are one of the most important instruments to, if you're going to have a band, you mm-hmm. know, like you have to have a beat, right? You have to have a, you know, you have to keep, something has to keep rhythm. And so like being able to just kind of like feel your way through the drumming, but then also at the same time, like keep that like beat and keep that rhythm right while also you know like it's insane to me that someone can do that absolutely yeah i guess it's kind of uh being able to do multiple things at once what is it oh uh i mean i guess you're ambidextrous that's what i was gonna say but i was like i don't think that's that's definitely not right but it's this it's on this the like realm double tasking i guess that's what it Multitasking? Multitasking. <laughs> Not double tasking. <laughs> Multitasking. Is... My brain is fried. Like, I can't... <laughs> Multitasking. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... um, Okay, so you're drumming. You're learning drumming. You're learning how to kind of, like, feel the music a little bit more and stuff like that. So when was it, though, that you were like, no, like, this is what I want to be doing? You know, like end goal like I want to keep drumming you know forever if possible you know like Mm -hmm. when was the day when you were like no like I need to be making music I need to be playing music because I feel like it's something that you could so easily just be like oh when I was a kid I used to play the drums and then you never touch sticks ever again right um well when I first started I was like these great ambitions like I'm gonna play drums I'm gonna do this I didn't know I was gonna move to Nashville or anything mm-hmm. I didn't really know how it was all gonna turn out but I just knew like when I applied for college I the only place I applied to was Belmont mm-hmm. that was all I want I didn't want to go anywhere else I didn't care about anywhere else um I just had a friend that was already going to Belmont and uh he just said it was a great musical environment mm-hmm. and it's where you can come to like realize your dreams and I was like all right mom dad I want to go to Belmont and I didn't apply until like April May my senior year mm-hmm. and so I didn't find out I got into like I got into college my acceptance was super late oh yeah and it was great because I got in or whatever 
Um, but I would say the moment that I was like, I want to, this is what I want to keep doing is, um, let's see, 14 probably, but mm -hmm. I wasn't as super, um, disciplined when I, come, it took me a couple of years to get, become a beginner really, you mm -hmm. know, because you lack the discipline and patience to, because it's, it's kind of boring in the beginning, you can't do much, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Then once you get through that hurdle, it starts getting more fun, and you can just have fun with it and jam. Mm -hmm. But that took several years mm -hmm. for me to like get to that point. Well, it's also like, uh, hard. Like it's a hard instrument to play, and it's something that even I mean, I catch myself all the time being like, yeah, like I feel like I could play the drums. Right. Yeah, like I think I could do it. And then all my friends that are drummers are like, no, you couldn't. <laughs> like. I mean, you I'm going to say that you, you know, can. Like, I'm going to say you I mean, can yeah, not like I literally couldn't, but it's it's more just like, no, like I don't think you understand like how it's like a, a workout. Like physically, it can take such a toll on you if you're not like ready. Plus, there's the like the mental upkeep with it and all of this stuff. And it's like definitely something that I feel like, at least me personally, like I have to remind myself sometimes like, no, this is like fucking hard. You know, like, these people aren't just, like, boop, 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 boop. Right. You know, it's, like, there's a lot of technical stuff that comes with it. But, right, sorry, I, mean, I definitely interrupted you. Oh, it's okay. I was going to say, um, I don't come from a musical family at all. No one mm -hmm. in my family, my parents were not musical. None of my brothers were musical. No one really in my extended family was musical. So I was, like, the only one in my family to pursue music or even take it seriously. And I was always told when I was younger... No Swafford can sing. And, I'm, and then later I realized, well, I can actually sing one octave, but that's it. Yeah. Everyone can sing. But I like that was like something I grew up believing, oh, I can't sing, blah, blah, blah. So I'll just play drums, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And um, I wanted to play drums, but I realized, you know, now, I mean, I still am very passionate about drumming. But I also like entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. you know For I mean? sure. That's why I like to detail cars. I like to do a lot of different things, you know, mm -hmm. I'm working on another business right now, but really I, I, the reason I like drums so much is because I'm a very, you know, physical person, I like to, you know, hands-on, kind mm -hmm. of ADHD, so I like to, I like the excitement and the, I don't know, just the spontaneous nature of it. Totally. Um, but that feeds, like, a certain part of me that other stuff doesn't mm -hmm. feed, you know what I mean? So, like, I really would like to go to, it's like, it'd be great to be so rich, I could just go anywhere I wanted to. Um, but I would really like to go to Africa, I'd go to Ghana, and study with the Ashanti tribe there. Mm -hmm. Their hand drumming techniques are really cool. Yeah, like okay, style, yeah. Sort of rhythms that they have. I guess that would be, like, I have, like, different stages of, I like to think of my life right mm -hmm. now. You know, I'm in a very much a learning stage, growing but then eventually I'd like to um, get to like traveling, studying ethnomusicology with different people. I'd go to Greece, study mm -hmm. their seven, eight feel. Like they have their own like, kind of like how we, like the, the boom, boom, ka, boom, boom, ka. Yeah. They have like one, two, one, two, one, two, three, one, two, one, two, three. And they like yeah. do these dances yeah. and shit. And I love it. And yeah. I'm just like, I, I want to go there and feel that and eat the food. You know what I mean? For sure. 
Yeah, that's so cool. That's that's definitely something that like I tend to forget about is just like how different music. I mean, I was about to say like music is very Americanized, um, but that's not true. Music is it's the music that we hear is American. You know, like um, what what is like popular to us is very like American. Um, you don't even, you don't even see, like, a lot of, like, like, European stuff anymore, like, pop, well, you know, like, in the mainstream, that is, and so that is something I always kind of, like, forget about, is, like, you know, when it comes to, like, traveling and stuff like that, like, music is not something that I usually think about, uh, which is really weird to me, you know, thinking about it now, I'm, like, I get excited about everything else when it comes to traveling, why wouldn't I also be like super excited about like learning the music of mm -hmm. like the area and stuff like that so that's like really cool that that's something that you like you can like foresee that as like I like I want to travel like while I'm there like the music is like so important to me like that's so cool yeah I, want, I mean I want to do the same thing in Morocco and mm -hmm. I'd like to go to Iceland mm -hmm. there's a lot of places that have really cool pockets of music mm -hmm. like in America I always feel like in America music is used mostly for entertainment yeah. In other parts of the world, it's for celebration or it's for, like, some sort of recognition. And mm -hmm. I guess we have that kind of music here, too. Like, like when you get married and whatnot. I yeah. guess there's funeral music. But, like, the reason, like, in Africa, for instance, the beats and the rhythms mean an entirely different thing to them. Like, the dancing say, is much a part of it as the drumming yeah, is. Yeah, I was going to say, like, we have... You know, like, okay, like, if you're going to a funeral, it's, like, somber music, mm -hmm. but, like, I mean, I listen to somber music on a daily, you know, yeah. like, you can, you know, like, everything, I guess maybe, like, commercialized is, like, the real word for it, you know, mm -hmm. like, we've really, you can, there, there is no, like, like you said, in, in a place like Africa or something like that, where, like, literally down to the beats mean something else, mm -hmm. you know, whereas, like, here none of that matters it's it's the like the words used that tell you if it's a happy or a sad song exactly um the ling language in it not like the language of music right um i mean now i'm just getting like wispy and philosophical but like music is a language mm -hmm. and it should be treated that way you know so yeah you know that's how i feel like to think about it i mean that's why i like to study other people's music around the world, mm -hmm. worldly music, because they have a different, you know, conscious about what that means. Plus, I always found this very interesting, that a lot of our, how we speak determines our reality. Like, your reality is limited by the vocabulary that you can speak. You can't live a reality that you can't describe, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Our words are what create what we see and what mm -hmm. we do. But in other cultures, they have words that don't, that, you know, their past and future tense don't even exist. Yeah. So everything is in the now. Mm -hmm. And I think that's very interesting, those types of cultures and their languages, which means that their reality is completely different than ours. Mm -hmm. And I think through the music, that's how you can relate mm -hmm. and be in the same shoes that they are in without having to have lived the whole experience. Yeah. Know? 
Damn, that's super interesting. Because, yeah, yeah, depending on what words you use is basically how you live out your life. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Most some people either think in pictures or in words. Mm -hmm. I think I've I think in pictures. Mm -hmm. Some people I don't I guess think in words, but really, like you're limited by your vocabulary. And so in music, like in drumming, I like how different patterns, different rhythms can be woven together and they might not even make much sense sounding wise, but playing them feels really good because mm -hmm. it's like I'm holding a 16th note triple with my left hand and a eighth note straight with my right hand. Mm -hmm. and just like having, put like exerting your will over trying to hold that down mm -hmm. is empowering. Oh, for sure. Like, even if no one else gets any pleasure out of it, it's like having held that in time is... So satisfying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's it's ecstasy. That's... Yeah, you can't... It's hard I mean, to find that, get that in certain... I was going to say, like, probably the closest thing that, like, I would have to, like, experiencing that is, like, like singing. Mm -hmm. uh, so, like, I don't, I don't do a lot of singing anymore. Um, but when I did like theater and yeah. stuff like that, uh, I did. And I still, I, I have like a, like a musical theater, like playlist on my Spotify that every once in a while, it's, it's all songs that like I could foreseeably like audition with. Mm -hmm. Um, so they're like all my range and stuff like that. And, uh, every once in a while I'll put that on when I'm in the car just to be like, can I still do this or whatever? And there's nothing more satisfying than being able to like match it to like match pitch hold a note, like get the right breath work so that you can like hold a note and then go back and, and, and then it's like, okay, well, do I want to be a crazy person? And if it's a duet, I'm going to sing both parts. And so then it's like, and there's nothing more satisfying than at the end of the song being like, yeah, hell yeah, I did that. Like I got it. And so it's kind of the same, at least like physically, I feel like it's very similar to the same, obviously it's musically the same, but like, you know, it's, it's like physically grueling to like do you know, like, I mean, it's multitasking, mm -hmm. like we said earlier, being able to, like, hold these different things at the same time. Yeah, it's exciting. And Absolutely. Being able to move through it and have any sort of competence on it gives you a feeling of, yes, I can do that, you know, yeah. I held that down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, I find that very interesting. I mean, it's, there's that kind of uh, element to a lot of other things that I still, re like in reading, you can get in a flow kind of in the same way mm -hmm. where you're comprehending everything, the picture's coming out perfectly, mm -hmm. and you feel, I don't know, I feel more calm after I read. Yeah. I guess since I'm a visual learner, seeing it just, and being able to put everything together in my head mm -hmm. uh, is relaxing. Absolutely, I mean, it's the same for me, absolutely. Stuff like that is, like, so meditative for me. Um, so kind of on, like, a different, a little bit of a different course. So, like, right now. Because you, you said earlier, you were like, yeah, you know, like, I'm in my, like, learning stage. So, like, I'm, I, you have, like, other things that you're interested in doing. Like, mm -hmm. there's not, you don't have, like, one thing that you're like, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. You know, like, you're, who knows? Like, you're mm -hmm. still, like, figuring things out and, like, learning new things and doing new things. And... Um, so then when it comes to like drumming and stuff, um, obviously it's something that like 
it's going to be with you forever. Like you're Mm -hmm. never going to stop doing that. But I have to ask, because we live in Music City and you're a drummer. Are you like doing a lot of like, obviously times are hard right now when it comes to like shows and Mm -hmm. you know like bands and stuff you know like who knows what's going to happen in the music world right now but um is are there any like projects you're working on are you like in I know um you used to be in a band but I haven't talked to you about this in quite a while so I don't know yeah we haven't played in together in a while Mm -hmm. not sure when we're going to be able to get together again but my whole thing during quarantine and all this is I just want to practice and come as good as best I can so Mm -hmm. when I do get to play it's all that much that more rewarding Mm -hmm. I um haven't really uh put together any like a group or anything Mm -hmm. I I probably should though I need to be way more extroverted than I am (laughs) I mean Uh, it takes uh, two to tango with music kind of in a way but because I like I I'm very entertained with what I do alone Mm -hmm. you know practicing I like practicing I like yeah you know self-mastery or trying to learn something I don't know already how to play and so whenever I jam with someone again I'm like oh it'll be that much more rewarding yeah absolutely I should probably reach out to more people to jam with (laughs) well I mean I was gonna say like you know I know talking to my like other friends that are like making music and or in bands specifically and stuff Mm -hmm. like that you know like it's really hard to get the motivation to do unless you like think of like a really cool idea of like something to do like it is really hard right now to get motivation to like work on stuff with others when it's like who who even knows when we can like get into a studio right play a show do like any of this type of stuff really everything you do has to be kind of like for yourself yeah. Uh, which is great, which is cool. That's awesome. But it's like, okay, you can do that for only so long before you're like, damn, like I'd really like to, you know, like yeah, contribute. Yeah, you know. like do do something a l- like bigger, you know, be able to share that with more people, you know, stuff Definitely. like that. I think, yeah, I mean, it'd be great to share. It's also kind of like, well, I want to play this kind of music. Oh, I want to play this kind of music. Mm-hmm. I mean, Everybody wants to do their own thing. I just like the... I think sometimes I like the practicing more than I actually like the playing. Really? Just because I'm like, I'm improving myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I get excited about that. The self-improvement is probably a huge draw as to why I practice. Because it's like, I'm better than I was yesterday. Mm -hmm. And it makes me feel good. I get a high from that. Yeah, for sure. And so sometimes I don't even know what to even think. It's like... I don't know if I play drums for the music or if I play drums for the way it makes me feel afterwards. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, it could be all of it. Yeah. could definitely be all of it. And, like, I know it's been a while since you've been able to, like, play live or anything like mm-hmm. that. So, like, who knows? Like, the first time you play live, you're going to be like, oh, no. This yeah. is why I do it. Like, this is Oh, it. yeah. I um, mean, I'll never forget, like, when my band and I went out last February, we went on a couple-day stint, and I was just thinking to myself, feel so at peace right now this is what I want to be doing like yeah I'm not worried about money back at 
home. I'm not worried about this, that, or the other because I'm playing music. I'm on the road. Yeah. And I thought that that was very exciting. And I want to get back to that place. Mm-hmm. But I also want to, like, I don't know. I, I don't want to limit myself in any certain regard. You know oh, yeah. I mean? I like to read about finance and stuff, entrepreneurship. I like like business, too. Mm -hmm. I think it's fun just, you know, coming up with something that people could use or need and then delivering on that and then getting rewarded for it financially. Mm -hmm. I think that's also a really fun high, Mm -hmm. too. For sure. That's why I detail people's cars. Mm -hmm. You know, it's fun to... I I like the meticulousness of having an eye for cleaning. Yeah. I mean, around here is pretty clean, but like when I clean a car, it's a different story. I don't know. Yeah. It's just something else I find entertaining, I guess. Totally. That's why I like, I like to work out, do whatever, read. Absolutely. Anything that's like self-improvement, I'm obsessed with. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess like whether, I mean, drums, I'm obsessed with that, sure. But like anything that I just feel makes me better, mm-hmm. I'm just like, yes. I I love, no, like, I love that because it's like not me at no. all. Yeah, like if there's a thing that I like love doing that I want to get better at, then I'm upset. Then I'm like, okay, I have to do this, this, and that. You know, like when I when I played volleyball, like yeah. I was just constant. I was like, okay, I'm like, I have to go see the nutritionist. I have to like do that. Well, I gotta go to the chiropractor. Well, well, I gotta okay, like I gotta train these many days a week. Oh, there's extra training. I'll go to those. You know, like. Once I have a thing, then I'm like, all right, we're doing this down. But then just like, I don't like seek out new uh, opportunities of like, well, this could make me a better person. I think I'm just, I think I'm a a very like, I mean, maybe not because I know you're also a very like in the now type of person. So maybe that's not it. Because I was going to say like, well, maybe I just like, I live in the moment. So I'm just like, I don't care about future Macy, you know, like. Hopefully she's better, like, right. <laughs> you know, um, but I also know that you are a very, like, live in the moment type of person, so maybe that's not it. Maybe we should, me and you get, like, studied by, like, scientists sometime, and they can let us know. Right. I, I can sign up for Oh, that. I know this year for my, you know, we didn't talk about uh, New Year's resolutions, but I figured I would go ahead and drop say, it. say yeah. mine. I'm trying not to take myself so seriously. <laughs> And not be so self-centered because, like, I get so into yeah. self-absorbed that I'm like, it's, I'm like, no, you need people too. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're not completely self-sufficient. You're not an island. Yeah. And so I'm like, I'm trying to break that barrier. You yeah. Know? I think that's a great resolution. I think yeah. that's a resolution that a lot of people should have. That. Yeah. Because just... especially, like, I wouldn't... Uh, now this is turning into like a self-help podcast. So that's totally fine. Um, people are like, what the hell am I, I listening to? I thought we were to? talking about drumming. I, I tuned in for the drumming. Because um, I, I wouldn't say that you're a selfish person. Because um, I think most people would be like, well, I'm not selfish. So I don't need to like improve on like that kind of thing. Um, so I wouldn't say like that's it. But I think, yeah, I think that's the thing. It's a lot of people are just like, well, I'm not selfish. So why would I want to improve like this? Why would that be my resolution? Uh, whereas, like, just like it doesn't mean you're selfish mm-hmm. to realize that you need to worry about others sometime mm-hmm. over 
worrying about yourself because I think it's very important to worry about yourself and you Definitely. know be a little self-centered like I don't think that that there's like a problem with that um I just sometimes I can get so into her and like I'll figure it out I know what to do then I like won't ask for help or yeah like, let's whereas like you could have gotten it done yeah months ago exactly just asked me and, and I so I help have, you yeah I have to let go of control in that way too yeah okay awesome well before this really does turn into the self-help podcast right. um which we should start that we could start yeah do you want to do that do you yeah, want to start podcasting definitely. Me? Self-help. why not yeah. self-help definitely yeah well, I, I could bring I out some books to show the amount of times that i would be at work and i'd be reading and then you'd come up and be like ah yes you're reading have you read this self-help book and i'm like <laughs> I'm like, Jordan, I'm reading Harry Potter. What yeah, makes you think I've read this self-help book? That's so like, funny. I haven't read any fiction in so long. That's insane to me. I read biographies, self-help. I, I read a lot of biographies. I love information. Like, I just I, try to absorb as much as I can. Yeah, I listen to a lot of podcasts for that. Or like I'll, some like YouTube channels. But like, yeah, like when it... I, I do I love biographies. I do read a lot of nonfiction, but it's more like theory or like um more like socioeconomic stuff. I assume. Um and and then other than that, I'm like, I'll read Fifty Shades of Grey. Why not? Like that's yeah. what I would I'm like, okay. Yeah. Twilight, let's let's do it. Um, okay, but is there anything else that you wanna say about drumming? Anything any other fun tidbits? That you think are important when it comes to driving. How did I? How did I do as far as what I talked about? I'm not really. I thought it was great. Um, I'll just go over a couple drummers I really like. Yeah, totally. So Danny Carey of Tool, huge Tool fan. Mm-hmm. People are probably I, like, "What a douchebag!" No, <laughs> I had okay. So like, you're a big fan of Tool. I have a couple other friends that are big fans of Tool. Um, we have a Tool. Uh, cassette because uh john uh kind of likes them he's not like crazy about them but like kind of likes them so yeah but it wasn't until i met you when we started working together two years ago or so yeah um i had never heard of tool before really i had literally like i had never heard of tool and i like i mean i don't listen to a lot of like um metal i usually usually john leans towards metal and i i lean towards punk so it's not like i was like it's not like tool was like in my face all the time you know like Mm -hmm. that type of metal um you know metal yeah whereas like i'm more like hardcore punk that type of right um kind of cerebral stuff yeah um and so you're like yeah i'm seeing tool and i'm like i don't know who the fuck that is and you're like, yeah, they're playing at Bridgestone. And I'm like, how have I never heard of this stadium band before? Like, I've never... And then once I heard about them, then, like, all my... Yeah, they're like, yeah, I love Tool. And John's like, yeah, Tool's pretty good. And I'm like, how do all you guys know this very popular band? Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, that, that is a subject I'm pretty obsessed with. Because that mm-hmm. band has led me to read a lot of books. Yeah. Because to understand what they're talking about, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I mean, they're, in a way, a lot of how I... They're, like, self-help kind of people. Mm -hmm. They're all, like, super into, like, what they're doing. They don't get bored. Mm -hmm. They don't want a boss. That's, like, I I never want a boss. Yeah. I hate being told what to do. Yeah. Never bored, so I'm like, well, I would never join a commune or anything like that because then my freedoms would be taken away. 
And so yeah. I felt like a lot of self-liberation came from a lot of what they were saying. Yeah. And that's kind of how I was like, yeah, I don't, I'm not bored. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I yeah. don't need, it's like, I, like, I can figure everything out on my own. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just that kind of power behind their music. Totally. And I'm self-help guy i guess you are so that's what i tell you i'm like i'm like oh hey have you ever have you ever met uh jordan swafford and they're like he's a self-help guy right and i was like what yeah. you I'm said like, that that's I'm like yeah like oh he's also a drummer but he's mostly the self-help guy just yeah. everywhere really no that's, not that's really great. He's the self-help guy. Yeah, you know, like I go into like... You know, ther- we have therapeutic sessions once a week, you know. Yeah, he's he's raking it in for me. He's doing great. He's yeah. doing great things. <laughs> uh, okay, are there any other drummers that... Yeah, so Danny Carey of Tool. I already said Travis Barker was the reason I started playing drums. Very important guy. I was like, he's badass, you know. I, like, um, I want to be badass. I don't mean to like interrupt you again. Sure. Um, I'm very good at doing that. But um, for Christmas... Um, my friend Nick got me a Blink-182 DVD. Ooh, um, and I it's think I had that DVD. The, uh, what, the urethra, um, cro- uh, is it Chronicles? Oh, yeah, Fashion yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so it's like, it's like some behind the scenes and like tour stuff, but then some music videos too. It's super cool. Uh, but, um, the like montage, the like behind the scenes and stuff and like tour videos, every time Travis Barker's on, I'm just like... Yeah, this guy fucking rocks. Like, he looks like a rock star. Like, I love him. Yeah. I love him so much. And this, like, DVD is from, like, the 90s or, like, early uh, 2000s. Yeah. I, I don't remember what year. But, like, I literally am still just like, yeah, he looks so cool. Like, I yeah. just want to be him. Yeah. He's I was, so cool. I, I mean, even though now his, you know, his uh, technique and everything is... A lot of drummers be like, do not do that. Mm-hmm. But, it, you know, he's so good at his showmanship. That's yeah. what makes him so awesome. Like, he, what he's doing to his body is terrible, but it's so much fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, so that's one of my... Uh, Travis Barker, Bill Bruford of King Crimson. They're a kind okay. of proggy band from 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, you know. Yeah. Uh, Nick Mason of Pink Floyd. Hell yeah. John Bonham of... Uh, Led Zeppelin. Love them. Love I like them. Steven Adler a lot. He's mm-hmm. the drummer for Guns N' Roses. Okay. thought he was a solid dude. I like Vinnie Caliuta. Um, Tim Alexander from Primus. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, he's one of my top favorite drummers. Yeah. Those great picks. And yeah. what I love about Danny Carey so much is he's like very like, gotta read, gotta practice, gotta, you know. Yeah. I love his, his lifestyle to me is like, what... Uh, you yeah. know, like he's one of my biggest Very heroes. Yeah, Very and he's in great shape. He's mm-hmm. like jacked, and he's yeah. almost sixty years old. And it's like, and he just commands the drums, and he's Hell like yeah. fucking multimillionaire. And I'm like, that's what I want to be. <laughs> that's who I want to be. Oh yeah, absolutely, the dream. The dream. I love and it. It's like, no matter. Yeah, it's just that's exciting to me. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I hope. I hope that happens for you. I hope you remember me one day when you're a multimillionaire. Oh, I will. I and will. I'm going to be like, remember me? I interviewed you. I was the first podcast you were ever on. And you're going to be like, I don't remember you. But see, the biggest thing I think is I don't want to be, I don't want to rely on music to make me a millionaire. That's why I have all these other businesses. Mm-hmm. Basically, the goal is like, I have so much money that I could just 
create a band and travel and we could play shows and I would fund the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't matter if we made it or didn't make it. It's like we had fun. Yeah. And got to play on a stage. Yeah. It's like with the money you can set that up and it's like then that's all I get that and then travel and then play drums. It's like good to go. Mecca. That's all you need. I love it. Shit. Okay. Read my books. (laughs) On private tour bus. Hell yeah. Yeah, whether I'm famous or not, it's like if I'm wealthy enough, buy the damn thing and yeah. then live the rock star life. I'm gonna buy a stadium. And yeah, just and just week, and then yeah, just every week we have a show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's just awesome. on my property. How has no one thought of this yet? I don't know. See, Honestly. everyone's like, I gotta become famous. I gotta become rich by making music, and I'm like, um, good luck. Yeah, like one like, out gonna, of every. I want to make my money elsewhere so then I can do what I want in music. Yeah, for sure. I but, mean, that totally makes sense. I don't know. It's yeah. kind of a weird way about going about it, I guess. I just think it's different. I think a lot of people haven't thought of it that way. I haven't thought of it that way. It's getting dark in here. <laughs> okay, well, uh, if we want to get ready to rack, wrap okay. it up, we are almost at if, an hour. I'll say this if you need your car detailed, don't hesitate. Swap for detailing. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Google, Instagram, Yelp. You can find my number. Give me a call. Would love to make that happen for you. Hell yeah. And if you want to see me play drums and stuff, follow me on Instagram at JordanSwafford92. You can be my be old school, find me on Facebook, we can become friends. Mm-hmm. He's a great friend to have. Anyways, I love Macy here. She's a dear friend and... I was very happy to be on the podcast. I'm very happy that you're the first person that, um, cause I think I've said on the podcast before, one of my biggest fears was that I would start a podcast. I'd have like three good friends that would be willing to be on it. And then everyone else would be like, no, I don't want to be on your podcast. Um, and luckily everyone's been down so far. You were the first person that was like, dude, let me be on. Yeah. Put me on. And I was like, yes, Jordan, get on here. Yes. Let's start recording. We're going to make something magical. Mm. And I think we created magic today. Yeah. I think it's going to be great. I think I jumped around a little bit, but. That's fine. That's totally good. I think we got the whole Jordan picture. Awesome. I think we got everything, everything out. And now, um, I mean, I've already brought it up to you though, like. I'm going to have you on again, probably, if yeah, you'd be down. Definitely. Because I know we have other things we could talk about. Yeah. And so, I've got to have you back. I'm going to have you back on here. Yes. Well, we'll have, like, a stack of books here, and we'll just yes. go through them. We do an episode that's just, like, um, our favorite books. Back yeah. and forth. Like, top five back and forth. Yeah, that'd be great. Books. And it's going to be, like, you're going to be, like, uh, yes, this is uh, my favorite book self-help guru book <laughs> and i'm gonna be like all right so this is harry potter year three um it's my favorite book because <laughs> it's actually my favorite book is actually a fiction book what wait what's your favorite book robinson crusoe really yeah all right go off i, I guess yeah i've never read it but i know of, of I mean, it you know Hope. guy survives on an island yeah meets a person names him friday teaches him how to speak english Makes goat cheese, sets up like a fortress, cannibals try to attack him, 
I mean, it's... This is, of course, <laughs> this is so you. Like, and it's like him of course by it's himself okay. building like a fortress, like making cheese and stuff. So this book actually changed your life. You're like, oh, yeah. I want to be like him. Yeah, I, I want to like, make cheese on an island. Yeah, exactly. By myself. Yeah, it was you. great. <laughs> okay, right. we are like 10 seconds away from an hour. Okay. You have to say goodbye to everyone. Goodbye, everyone. Thank <laughs> you for listening to me. I hope it was fun. I think it I think it was very fun. I think this is gonna be the best episode yet. As usual, I wanna give a big thank you to Shelby Robinson who did the artwork and Nick Stoiku who did the intro and outro music that you're listening to. All their links are gonna be in the description. And most importantly, thank you for actually listening to this podcast. And be sure to check back next week for a new episode. See ya!